recently I've had uh, two friends of mine reach out about this little experiment that I'm doing here on a microphone in my basement where obviously I kind of dish about things that I'm thinking about in my own life and ways that I'm feeling about things as a, as a mental health exercise. And both of those young men are friends of mine and have been friends of mine. And they both resonated with one of the episodes. And those were episodes where I got real and talked about my own weaknesses. And I think it's interesting that for the longest time, I've always felt like if I were to express to people my shortcomings, um, that that would be a negative thing that people would see me as less than that. They would see me as weak, but the truth of the matter is when, when we let things that we perceive as like when, when, when I perceive things as weakness and I don't share them with others and I'm not freely expressing those to people, I'm actually hiding. I'm actually sort of lying to the world. If I have mental health issues, if I, have struggled with uh, things like pornography in the past and I don't share those with people, then I am putting up a, a, a false front, a mask and the way that I'm living with, you know, with and around other people is, is fake. And I don't want to be fake. Uh, I feel like for a vast portion of my life, I've been performing. I've been the funny guy in the crowd. I've been the guy who talks too much. I've been the guy who needs you to laugh and needs you to give me attention so that I know that you like me. And it's exhausting, especially as an introvert. And I just, man, it's it's sad that it's taken me till I'm 47 years old to figure all this out. But the powerful thing and the exciting thing is that I'm having friends come to me and say, hey, I struggle with this too. Or this, is, this has been something that's been on my heart too. And we've actually gotten to get real with each other. And we've got to have, you know, like a friendship bump our friendship has gone to another level there's an intimacy there which most men are afraid of that word but there's an intimacy there now that is um, growing our friendship I got to know something about you and, and and you got to know something about me and now we're on the same page I mean it's it's really refreshing and really cool I was a I was a pastor in ministry for 25 plus years and I felt like for that whole time that I had to have all my stuff together. And if I didn't have all my stuff together, then people would look at me and say, well, why should I listen to this idiot? He's not holy. He's not perfect. And of course I'm not perfect. And of course I'm not holy. But um, I just, I don't know. Like when you go to a mechanic, I don't want to go to a mechanic who goes, yeah, I don't really know how to fix your car, but I'm going to work on it. I don't want to go to a, a hairstylist who tells me they can't cut my my hair, uh, or if they have a bad hairdo, I don't trust a skinny chef. I mean, let's be real. I want my chefs to be well-fed and plump and ready to make me the best steak. And so I kind of took all those analogies and I, I shoved them into my profession as a pastor. And I think that that did damage to the ministry that I was trying to do. I think that did damage to the if I was more authentic, if, if I was more real, if I was able to be myself more and, and share my weaknesses, I think it would have helped other people be able to, to share their weaknesses with me. So just learning, learning every day, trying to be a better man and, and, uh, grow. And so 
That's what I got today. Till next time.